This is Logan with Antioch Speaks. Welcome back. Listen, if you haven't already, follow us on all of our social media, okay? At Antioch Speaks. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Make sure you go on our website. We've got so many podcasts coming out, producing a lot of material and content, and we want you to know everything that's going on. So don't miss out. Go to AntiochSpeaks.com and sit back and enjoy this podcast. Hey, good uh, morning. This is Brent with AntiochSpeaks.com. I uh, wanted to do a daily devotional. I'll try not to make it too long. Um, And it was inspired a long time ago. Really interesting thing happened to me this morning. Um, I was getting ready, just doing my normal routine, and I feel the Lord spoke to me and said that, I started working on something many years ago, and he asked me to finish it and wrap it up. Um, What it was, um, was a daily devotional uh, based on, you know, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 13. And basically what I did is just every day I pulled out a scripture and tried to relate it and, and get with God alone. And um, he told me to, to finish it. Uh, what was funny about it is I was dealing with some pretty old uh, material. I, didn't, I, I couldn't even remember that this is something I had ever worked on. So I, I said, Lord, you know, are you sure? And he said, yeah, go search your MacBook. You'll find it. So I went and I, I typed in the search, and it, the files I found were corrupted. Um, it, it was very hard uh, to find it, but I did end up finding something and I opened it and the last date it was modified on was in 2016, November of 2016. So it was very interesting, but I started working on it again and I, and I brought it back up. So now I'm going to share it with you. Um, this is first Corinthians chapter 13 verses four through 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. But where there is tongues, they will be stilled. And where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now we only see a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Now, most people, when they think about love, they think about romantic relationships. But if you're anything like me, you realize uh, love and the feeling of love starts in the family. It starts with your mom and dad and if you had any siblings. Um, the reason I believe that's where it begins is because you're, when you are birthed with your mom and dad, you 
only want what you want from day one. If you haven't, if you've had any siblings like I have, then you know you're stuck with them. And you can say or do anything you want with your, to your sibling when you're eight, nine years old, but tomorrow you're going to hang out with your sibling. And we were uh, very poor growing up, so we shared a, a bedroom. Um, so we rode, we, we shared a bedroom, we rode in the back seat of cars together, we had to wait on rides together, we had to get on buses together. Whatever me and my brother did was always together, no matter how hateful we were one day, the next day we were back together. Also, as I grew up, and, I, and why I think this scripture uh, is so cool, how it uses the children part, and it says you, when you were a child, you thought like a child, is my, I, t- I went from taking from my mom. It didn't matter if she was tired. It didn't matter if she was sick, if she was broke, if she was lonely. It didn't matter how my mom was feeling. I wanted food. I wanted my games. I wanted my clothes. I wanted me, 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 me. And as I grew up, it transitioned and changed. Now, the very first, the way that I'm going to do this devotional, starting on June 21st, uh, in the month of June, I'm going to stick on love is patient. Um, And what is cool about this whole thing with patience and understanding is now my mom is uh, getting older and she's starting to lose uh, some of her memory. She's not really um, being able to stay on top of dates, things like that. Um, One illustration was my daughter's birthday. She had a hard time remembering I now, in my as an adult, am making uh, a pass for my mom. I'm not becoming agitated and uh, annoyed with my mother, but I'm making more and more um, opportunities. Or, you know, if I know she's going to forget something, I just arbitrarily text her more often. I'm just working harder at helping my mom as she goes through this transition with her memory. Um, I do have some things that, you know, go on through my mind about having to take care of her and, and, and what it looks like as we move forward. Um, but for the most part, out of love, I am making adjustments for my mom. The other thing is with my brother. I always have forgiven him. He's always forgiven me, and we were stuck together, and we could be patient with each other at times. Um, one of the things I looked up with patience was the opposite which was agitation or agitated. The definition of agitated is feeling or appearing troubled or nervous. That's the opposite of patience. If love is patient, then agitation is the opposite. Um, Agitation definition is a state of anxiety or nervous excitement. So now you're asking me, so hey, is my anxiety disorder, does this have to do with love? And I say I'm certainly not a doctor, but I suppose it, it could have a lot to do with love. And I would suggest if you um, take meds or you're getting therapy for an anxiety disorder, why not try reading your Bible in a little fellowship? Why not try um, taking your Bible as prescribed by a doctor every 12 hours with meals and, and lots of water? Um, I mean, it can't hurt if, if you've already been dealing with anxiety that way. And then, of course, um, anxiety and agitation and impatience and and frustration with things not being the way you want them to be right now uh, has a lot to do with love. Um, I don't really, you know, when my mom makes me repeat the same things over and over again, um, I don't, you know, uh, I'm calm about it. But if maybe I'm in a dating relationship or with one of my friends, I'm having to repeat myself over and over again, I get agitated. The same love I have with my mother, the same love I've had with my brother, it needs to extend 
with friends, and it needs to extend to spouses and in romance. Um, it's authentic, authentic, real love is easier to practice and compare in family situations, in situations where you're stuck with someone. But it's very easy when you can simply reject the person and walk out of their lives and let the snap streaks die and no, you know, block them on social media. It's very easy to not have authentic, real love for our brothers and sisters in Christ, for our friends and our family, or for um, dating relationships that don't end exactly how we want them to, and especially with our spouses. Um, that same energy that you have when you're loving your mom, your brother, and now I'm going to take it even further, or your sister, your children. For some reason, we're so good at that. When we have kids, we can forgive anything. We can be patient. We can suffer a long time. Um, that same love that you have for your kids needs to be extended to your friends and to your spouses and, and in romance and those other relationships. Um, and so that takes you know back to patience, which you know if you find yourself uh, with a friend getting agitated that your friend makes you do the same things over and over again, or maybe your friend's opinions you don't like, or you're just getting irritated or something like that, you need to step back and find patience and find peace, find tolerance uh, with them. Uh, it's simple and it's practical, but it's hard when we are wronged by people and we're rejected. And the thing is, when you're raising kids, your kids can wrong you, your kids can reject you, they can make fun of you, and you just let it roll off. But an employer, a, a fellow employee at work says something that does something to you. A friend in, in church says something that does something to you. Or even, you know, uh, um, in a romantic situation. And you can't seem to have any patience or anything like that. So Paul wrote about this to us, um, or to the Ephesians in chapter 4. This is what he says. As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. When our kids go through something, we want to take that pain from them. We want to take that burden. Um, we want to switch places with them and, and walk it out for them so they don't have to deal with whatever the pain is, surgery, being picked on at school, being rejected by someone. But we need to transfer that same love energy to our friends and, and, and brothers and sisters in Christ and to our love, you know, our uh, romantic relationship and our spouses. If you see a friend in Christ going through something, you should want to bear that burden with them. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called, to one hope when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. Now, I related some of this love uh, stuff to being with my brother in a, a two-bedroom apartment. My mom had one bedroom, and me and my brother had the other bedroom. No matter how bad things got between me and my brother, whether I broke one of his uh, belongings or he uh, took something of mine out of the fridge, whatever the case may be, we ended up back in that bedroom together. There's no better uh, metaphor or analogy to me than me and my brother being stuck in my mom's apartment together as the same as we are here in the church. You and your brothers in Christ are here in this body together. You're not getting out of it. 
if you reject one of your friends in Christ, you're still going to be next to them in heaven. You're not getting out of it. Sure, when you go to church, if you go to the same church as someone that you're currently having a problem with, maybe you can walk to the other side of the room and act like they're not there and turn your shoulder. But in heaven, you're not going to be able to. In the body of Christ, in the kingdom of heaven, we are just like me and my brother every day sharing that bedroom. This is our place that we share together. Now, love is patient. It's not in a hurry. It's not agitated. It's not frustrated that things aren't going as fast as we want them to. If we're expecting another person to fill us up, then we're not really loving them. We're actually just loving ourselves. To genuinely love someone else, we will bear with them. We will be patient even when they reject us. If you are listening to this devotional right now and you feel like, oh, this would be so good for someone else, I encourage you to start it over and listen to it again and make it personal for yourself. Um, if you're struggling with re- rejection, anxiety, selfishness, I, I, I encourage you to comment, write, uh, reach out to us at Antioch Speaks so that we can pray for you so we can engage with you. You need fellowship in Christ. Um, I'm also going to end this with a quick prayer for all of us. Holy Spirit, please help me learn how to open my heart to everyone. Help me be patient with those who have hurt me in the past. Give me the strength to let others forgive me on their time. I pray that you provide me with the strength to overcome the fear of hurt so I can be of maximum service in your kingdom. Some people may be harder to love than others for me, but I know that regardless of what we have done in the past, we all deserve to love and be loved, especially by you. I ask this of your loving heart in Christ's name. Amen. If you've enjoyed this, share it with someone else. Comment. Let me know. Um, I will need your encouragement as I go through this. Uh, Visit us at AntiochSpeaks.com. Also, anywhere you get your podcast, AntiochSpeaks.com is sharing podcasts. Um, On Facebook, there is a Victory Drive page uh, where we do some recovery things, and uh, we all attend Ark Family Church in Woodstock, Georgia. So if you're local and you want to sit with us on a Friday night at 7 p.m. or a Sunday morning at 10 a.m., we'd love to see you there. I hope you have a blessed day. And I will see you tomorrow. You have been listening to AntiochSpeaks.com. We are a Christian talk show. Uh, We also have a podcast. We're doing a YouTube channel. um, And we uh, have a lot going on. And if you've been uh, interested at all in what has been spoke about, what's going on, we encourage you to connect, uh, tune in, And check us out, AntiochSpeaks.com. We're on YouTube and anywhere you can get your podcast. Power flows inside of me.